Okay guys, welcome to today's podcast. Um, it's good to have you with me again today. Um, following on from yesterday's podcast on the subject of who Cain should marry, who did Cain marry, possibly have another one today. And today's one is maybe a little bit more controversial. Um, so we're going to go there a little bit with the subject of marriage. And the specific question is, should a Christian marry a non-Christian? So should a Christian marry and non-Christian. Lots of opinions on that, lots of views on that today. But the question is, what does the Bible actually say on this? Um, and I'm going to quickly first go to the scripture which is most often quoted, and I actually might add a little bit of a different spin to it possibly. And it's from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, all about being yoked. So the, the most common scripture we'll hear talked about in reference to this subject. And it's 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14. Is do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness. So Paul's talking about not being yoked with unbelievers and he makes a very valid point. What, what similarities does light have with darkness? Why would you want to have fellowship with someone that's completely different from you? But the context of all of this So what is the context for Paul writing here? Well he's writing to the church in Corinth which we know as we read the book of Corinthians that it was very worldly in its thinking. And he was writing some advice to not be yoked. Um, but he was writing advice to not be yoked here if you notice in just relationships in general. Um, whether it be with business friendships, whether it be more intimate relationships like marriage would be close friendships just. But as I say, specifically, obviously, would absolutely be included in that, would be marriage. But, but as I say, would be friendships in general, relationships in general, whether it be business or friendships, whatever type of relationship it is. So what we can say about that is it's important not to be yoked with someone, to be in a position where you're closely associated with someone who is very different from you in your thinking, very worldly in your thinking. You've got to guard against that. And the book of Deuteronomy talks a lot about that. But what we can't say from this bit, this particular scripture, because of the general context, is it's not a specific command um, about marriage, or even a, a guidance about marriage necessarily. Marriage is definitely included in it, but it's not a specific command about marriage. So what I would say on this scripture, I don't think it can be used specifically to say that dating or marrying a non-Christian is wrong. What I would say it is, is it's very strong advice not to do so. Um, but there wouldn't be a specific command not to do so. It's certainly, but I like to say, very strong advice not to do so. But it doesn't end there, because I do actually believe that there is a scripture which does specifically state that we shouldn't um, marry a non-Christian, if you yourself are a Christian. And if you turn with me to 1 Corinthians 7, um, and that's going to be in verse 39. So what this is about then, and uh, 1 Corinthians 7 verse 39 says, A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. So what we can say, if you are married to someone who was a Christian, and then they, they drift away from God, you're still bound to that person. You're already in a marriage relationship. You wouldn't leave them if they were unfaithful. But this situation is that the husband has died. And Paul's saying, in that type of scenario... You can marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. So for me, this is a specific command that Christians were not to marry anyone outside of someone who belongs to the Lord. 
Now, what can we say about this? Well, Paul's used very key words here. He said must belong. So he's stating a command. If you look back in verse 25, Paul doesn't always do this. The same chapter, chapter 7, verse 25, Paul's talking about virgins. He says, I have no command from the Lord, but I give a judgment as one who will be Lord by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the pre present crisis, I think it is good for a man to remain as he is. Paul often does this. He says, I haven't got a command from God. Therefore, I'm not going to order you not to do something. I'm not going to command you. I'm not going to say you have to. But in this scenario, in verse 26, it says, I think it's good for a man to do such and such. But in this previous scripture, in verse 39, he says, she, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. So this is, in Paul's mind, this is a command. This is not an optional extra. And the other, the other bit of wriggle out of this could be someone saying, well, this is referring to a woman whose husband's died and it's not referring to everyone. Well, I would struggle with that a bit because clearly the woman who's, you know, married, whose husband has died, is looking at her situation and saying, Paul, how come you expect me to marry a Christian and you don't expect anyone else? Clearly this would be the standard of this woman as it would have been of anyone else. There's no specific special treatment for this woman, different treatment than anyone else. So for me, that wouldn't really add up. I wouldn't be comfortable with that interpretation, but I'd be more comfortable with the idea that Paul has clearly said that you marry again, it must belong to the Lord, as your previous husband would have done. So that that's for me a specific command that a Christian should marry another Christian. Uh, this also fits in with God's general principle. Uh, we flick back for a little second to Deuteronomy chapter 7. He says whenever he brought the Israelites into the, uh, the promised land, he says when the Lord, Deuteronomy 7 verse 1, says when the Lord your God brings you into the land you're entering to possess and drives out before you many nations, um, seven nations larger and stronger than you, and when the Lord your God has delivered them over to you and you've defeated them, then you must destroy them totally. Make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. Do not intermarry with them. Do not give your daughters to their sons or take their daughters for your sons. Why? For they will turn your children away from following me to serve other gods. So this was the motivation that God said way back then. When you go into another place where there's people who are not following the same God as you, it says, don't intermarry with them because they'll lead you astray. It's a very good, strong likelihood that they'll lead you astray. So that principle that Paul said is they must belong to the Lord. It's not a new idea. God had said this many, many years before this. And it was always God's plan that his people would not be divided, that they would not be yoked. So yes, I don't necessarily believe Second Corinthians 6 is the scripture that I would use to say it's commanded. But I do believe it's very clear from 1 Corinthians 7 verse 39 that if you're a Christian, you really should seek to also marry a Christian. I mean, it also makes obviously obvious sense due to the practical nature of marriage and then kids that might follow that relationship. But I do believe that that's what I see in scripture today. If you have any thoughts, disagreements about that, any other thoughts on that, please let me know. Drop some comments and likes. I'd be much appreciated. And we'll be back again with you soon. Many thanks for listening.